Good morning. Today is the eighth Sunday after Pentecost, proper 12, July 26th. Our readings for the daily office this morning, and as a reminder, the readings for the daily office are different than the readings for the Holy Eucharist or the celebration of Mass because the intent is for the daily office to be personal or like small, small group (laughs) home prayers, and then the communal prayers to include the readings from the Eucharistic lectionary. So the two fit together and are intended to complement each other, but are not the same. So our readings for this morning are Psalms 24 and 29, Joshua 24, 1 through 15, Acts 28, 23 through 31, and the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, verses 23 through 28. I really am glad to be getting back into a rhythm of being here in this prayer with you guys and sustaining me during this transition time, during this threshold time. Thank you being here on the threshold with me. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our heavenly creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, 
and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. Oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 24. The earth is God's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. For God has founded it on the seas and established it on the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of God and who shall stand in God's holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false and do not swear deceitfully, they will receive blessing from God and vindication from God from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek God, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the sovereign of glory may come in. Who is the sovereign of glory? God, strong and mighty. God, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the sovereign of glory may come in. Who is this sovereign of glory? The God of hosts. This is the sovereign of glory. Psalm 29. Psalm 29. Ascribe to God, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to God glory and strength. Ascribe to God the glory of God's name. Worship God in holy splendor. The voice of God is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. God over mighty waters. The voice of God is powerful. The voice of God is full of majesty. The voice of God breaks the cedars. God breaks the cedars of Lebanon. God makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of God flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of God shakes the wilderness. God shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of God causes the oaks to whirl and strips the forest bare. And in God's temple all say glory. God sits enthroned over the flood. God sits enthroned as a ruler forever. May God give strength to God's people. May God bless their people with peace. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Reading from Joshua, chapter 24, verses 1 through 15. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Ever- I- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tongue-tied this morning. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Sechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says God, the God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors, Terah 
and his sons Abraham and Nabor lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan and made his offspring many. I gave him Isaac, and to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. I gave Esau the hill country of Seir to possess, but Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt with what I did in its midst, in its midst, and afterwards I brought you out. When I brought your ancestors out of Egypt, you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued your ancestors with chariots and horsemen to the Red Sea. When they cried out to God, God put darkness between you and the Egyptians, and made the sea come upon them and cover them. And your eyes saw what I did to Egypt. Afterwards, you lived in the wilderness a long time. Then I brought you to the land of the Amorites, who lived on the other side of the Jordan. They fought with you, and I handed them over to you. And you took possession of their land, and I destroyed them before you. Then King Balak, son of Zippor of Moab, set out to fight against Israel. He sent and invited Balaam, son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not listen to Balaam. Therefore he blessed you. So I rescued you out of his hand. When you went over the Jordan and came to Jericho, the citizens of Jericho fought against you, and also the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I handed them over to you. I sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove out before you the two kings of the Amorites. It was not by your, so, by, it was not by your sword or by your bow. I gave you a land on which you had not labored and towns that you had not built, and you live in them. You eat the fruit of vineyards and olive yards that you did not plant. Now therefore revere God, and serve God in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve God. Now if you are unwilling to serve God, choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle E, a song of Jerusalem, our mother. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, rejoice, rejoice with her, all you who mourn over her, that you may drink deeply with delight from her comforting breast. For thus says our God, I will extend peace to her like a river, the wealth of nations like an overflowing stream. You shall nurse and be carried on her arm, and you shall nestle in her lap. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
A reading from Acts, chapter 28, verses 23 through 31. After they had set a day to meet with him, they came to him at his lodgings in great numbers. From morning until evening he explained the matter to them, testifying to the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the, pros- and from the prophets. Some were convinced by what he had said, while others refused to believe. So they disagreed with each other, And as they were leaving, Paul made one further statement. The Holy Spirit was right in saying to your ancestors through the prophet Isaiah, Go to this people and say, You will indeed listen, but never understand. And you will indeed look, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes so that they might not look with their eyes and listen with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. Let it be known to you then that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. He lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the dominion of God and teaching about the Savior Jesus Christ, with all boldness and without hindrance. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the power, the sovereignty, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Suffrages set A. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. The Collect for Sunday O God, 
You make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your incarnate, our Savior. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you that the week to come may be spent in your favor. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The prayer attributed to St. Francis is our prayer for mission. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. We stopped after the New Testament for a couple of reasons. One is that I just felt full. I had personal prayer time and reflection before morning prayer this morning, and I, I just feel so full. It's hard for me even to express some thoughts and reflections this morning because I have such an abundance, um, which is such a blessing. And also because um, I really want to get to my new church's virtual service on time. Um, I missed it. It's earlier than, my, than the church and the place where I'm moving to. And so that's part of it as well. I'm going to speak briefly on our readings this morning. And then um, I hope that you have a blessed church service, however church looks for you. I really enjoyed in Psalm 24 the repeated phrase, the personification of gates and doors, um, and also kind of calling the people in their culture gates and doors, like it was a two-way metaphor there. Um, Lift up your heads, the psalmist keeps saying. And I think the message in our context today is make space for God to come in. Don't block God. Lift up. Make room. And then also embedded there is look. Look to God. When we are looking down at the ground, whether it's out of fear that we stumble or out of a emotional position of being downcast we miss what is going on around us we miss the manifestation of God and I I don't want to miss anything so I lift up my head and I look to God and I open my eyes to see and we'll kind of come to a continuation of that as we talk on also here is is a in Psalm 29 is a concept that we've been talking about and that came up in a conversation with one of my dearest friends the other day um she 
said, hey, Jacob, go watch Beth Moore's series on sifting. It is so what we've been going through and are going through. And I was like, okay. And I went and watched it. Now, you guys probably know that I don't agree with Beth Moore on everything. I am loving Beth Moore on Twitter in 2020. Like, that's wonderful. I, I really enjoy her tweets. Um, but she and I have in the past, and I'm not sure where she is right now on it. I don't think she's come out publicly um, in a different direction, at least. Although she is moving more towards, well, I don't even want to say because I haven't reached her, but in the past, Beth Moore spoke out against homosexuality. Obviously, I, as you guys know me, don't share that with her. Um, she then a few years ago, I think, took some of the condemning statements out of her ebooks. And I think that was a step in the right direction, but I don't think she's to full support yet. I could be wrong, so please forgive me. All of that being said, Beth Moore and her energy and her passion and her research in the scripture um, have been very inspiring for me in the past. And I know that is inspiring for people here now. So I did watch those videos and as expected, like I didn't agree with everything. I don't think God causes the season of sifting, but I do think God uses the sifting or uses the season of trial to sift. I think that's probably the better way of saying it. So at any rate, sifting has sifting and thresholds kind of go together and have been messages um, of this current season for me. And I think for all of us, because we, we as a nation, we as a world stand on the threshold we have a major threshold here in terms of global health, and we have a major threshold here in terms of equality and social justice. And these are huge. These are huge thresholds. And so my prayer for myself is also my prayer, as so often happens, um, my prayer for us as a community, both nationally and globally, that we let fall what needs to fall and carry across this threshold only what God wants us to carry, only the lesson that we should learn. I think the specific words that I came to in my earlier personal prayer were this. What would you have me carry across this threshold? What lesson do you want me to synthesize and move forward with God? And I think that's important because we can't just forget about everything that has happened but we don't need to carry the ugliness and the trauma and the wounding forward. What we need to carry forward is the lesson, is the learning, is the growing, is the softening, is the widening. widening. <laughs> I hope all that somewhat makes sense. So in verse 8 of Psalm 29, where the psalmist says, the voice of God shakes the wilderness. I'm thinking shakes it up and sifts it out, use that, uses that wilderness time to do a shaking and a shifting and a moving and a teaching in us. And I know I'm using a lot of gerunds. <laughs> um, our Hebrew scripture this morning was Joshua. And Joshua is standing with his people on the threshold. And he tells of all that God has done. So he is helping them synthesize the lessons of the past to carry them forward. He's pretty much telling them, this is what you carry forward across the threshold. And this will help guide you into the right path on the other side of the threshold. 
because you don't want to do a loop-de-loop and go back to where you went before, right? No one, I think, takes pleasure from wandering in circles in the wilderness. We want to cross the threshold and move forward and move forward with God. And to do that, we must have eyes and hearts and minds that are open to God and bodies that move with God. And we must let fall away all of the other directors and detractors and deflectors. And in verse 5, God says through Moses, I plagued Egypt with what I did in its midst. Shook it up and sifted out, right? Sifting and shaking and moving and rescuing all these things that, that go and work together. Then our epistle reading from Acts, um, the Jewish people are on a threshold here with Paul and they are in disagreement. Some of them are listening to Paul's message of Christ and the gospel and others are refusing to believe. So Paul goes back and quotes Isaiah the Holy Spirit was right. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. And, and he reminds them that if they would open their eyes and see, open their hearts and know, they would turn and God would heal them. So as, as painful as the opening is and as protected as it must be so that we are opening to God and not to other sources, let us open our eyes and see what God would have us see. Let us open our hearts and know what we so desperately need to know, which is the love of God with that heart knowledge. And then let us turn and be healed. And as much pain as there is, there will be tenfold blessing. Healing is not easy, but it is so necessary. God, in this time on the threshold, Heal us, teach us, help us synthesize what we have learned, help us leave behind what needs to be left behind and carry across the threshold what needs to be learned and synthesized. And guide us, put your hand in ours and guide us on the path of love, dear God. Amen. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love, in the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit 
be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.